What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Ricey K. Welcome to another episode of Ricey K and Friends on a Friday, if you will. We actually got days off. I have a crazy story to tell, but first, let me introduce the fellas. You already know who it is. Big Drewski, what's happening? Hey, hey. What's up, Ricey? <laughs> and Mr. Capers. <laughs> and Mr. Capers, what's, what's, what did it do, player? I'm living the life, just finished slaying some fruit snacks. If it ain't fruity, it don't move me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, another week. No, <laughs> hey, look, we don't, hey, look, there's people out there in the, in, in the universe that don't go and don't the word pause. So I've been deliberate about my movements and intentions with my language. So with that moving forward, <laughs> ridiculous story I got to tell. All right, today I had my interview, I had a job interview, which was great. Um, moving forward, I was on a quest. My lady is making a specific recipe, top secret. I can't disclose, but it's supposed to be uber smack. So I had the ingredients. I was given a task. I went over to a couple to the store thinking, all right, smooth. I'm going to get these joints. Until we came across the Worcestershire sauce. The Worcestershire. What, how do you call it? Worcester? The Worcestershire? Shire. Worcestershire. The Worcestershire sauce was supposed to be. It's a piece de resistance, right? Except one problem. Boom. No Worcestershire sauce. I saw Worcestershire sauce. I saw the ketchup, the mustard, aioli. You can name it. You name it. It's all there. <laughs> aioli. The balsamic vinaigrette. Aioli. <laughs> they got the they got the green how the green sauce they got green sauce for God's damn sake, but then I'm looking and I'm like, yo, this shit's gone. So I'm like, okay, it's not here. I'm gonna go on the other site, and I go to the other site. Shit's gone the same way. It's like everything filled up except for that one pocket, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This is this is a this is a twisted joke. So then I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I said, fuck it, I'm going to have to do it. Roll over to Wally World. And <laughs> the jungle, right? This is the jungle. I go in there. First things first, this lady's opening doors. I'm like, look, so- social distancing. I dip my way into the, into the store. I'm on a mission. Find the Worcestershire sauce. I go straight to the condiment aisle. It's loaded. It's packed. It's like eight people in there. I'm like, Fucking hate y'all. So I had to double back, go around two aisles because the, the other two aisles were packed. I had to find a closed one. I'm not fucking with anybody in these aisles. I had to like, literally, I was like Barry Sanders in there. I had to <laughs> juke them out, swipe the, the sauce without looking, saw the bottle, saw it come through. Then I was miraculously didn't have to wait to check out. I check out, it's one thing. The guy looking at me like, you really came here just for Worcestershire sauce? Look at me crazy. Now, I kid you not, as I leave, this big-ass dude wearing these red pajamas looking like a picnic, a picnic (laughs) blanket, walks in, and I kid you not, this man smelled like the worst cheese. Think, what is the worst cheese you've ever eaten in your life or even smelled? Just think of that times two and feet. Yikes. This man, this man really, he cleared the room. Like, literally. <laughs> he cleared he the room. He didn't read the room. He cleared the room. He cleared the room. So 
I got the sauce. I'm driving back, back home. Man's cuts me off last second as I'm making the, the, the turn. Somehow, some guy at the, the gas station, like, blocked my way, trying to turn left. And I was this close to hitting this, the door. And I was like, yo, I can't. I need to get home. I need to stay home. And then as I get home, I'm trying to prep for here. And then another, um, another partner from another firm calls. So I'm like, you have to be kidding me. So then I have to switch. All this shit's happening in my head. And I got to switch gears to be professional. Mind you, I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm not in the professional mood. Managed to get the phone interview done. Here we are. I got the sauce. We've got the recipes. We're here today. That's just my story. Nice. I had to let it go. Get it off my chest. Now, what what exactly is in Worcester, Massachusetts sauce? Can you make it? I don't know, man. Honestly, <laughs> do you know, Andrew, what's in the sauce? No. And <laughs> after hearing that, I'm sweating. And after all you went through, I'm I'm sure it'll be great. But that shit better be goddamn good tonight. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hey man, this Look, is my man was at three stores for which dog three stores, man. Three. Does, she the, sauce. does she know the trauma? She doesn't know the trauma. I will disclose. I will disclose it. And I he will. said, "I did all of this for the Wakanda sauce." <laughs> hey, we're gonna call it just. We're just gonna sprinkle it throughout this pot. <laughs> Woo ha! Got you all in the check sauce. <laughs> Anyways, it's a care. Let's move on. Speaking of insanity. What's happening with my boy, Byrie, a.k.a. <laughs> Kyrie? <laughs> Uncle oh, Drew. We got a Drew in the house. We got big Drewski. He might know about the Drews of the world. Since you know you know Uncle Drew. See, you knew you knew Drizzy because, you know, you, you know Drizzy OVO. And you also know big Uncle Drew because y'all, like, related. What's going on with your, with your unk, bro? What's going on with him? First off, he... And second off, <laughs> hey, I don't know if I got a. <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> all right. Second off, I will. Let's <laughs> believe. Let's <laughs> believe. All right. Second of all, <laughs> what do I think of him? Of oh, that's so what do so I think funny. of Kyrie? <laughs> That shit was so funny. <laughs> all right, what do you think? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I think Ky- I honestly think that Kyrie's <clears throat> tripping. Um, but it's nothing new. He's been doing this forever. You know, he's had his antics in Cleveland and Boston, and now he's doing it again in Brooklyn. And it's nothing surprising. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I think that he he's he has a contract for million, hundreds of millions of dollars. He needs to uphold that mm-hmm. and. It's just complete disrespect to his teammates, his organization, for him to be doing this. And I think he's, he, says, he says he's doing it because like of what happened at the Capitol and social injustice and this and that. I think that's great, but you have to do your, your obligation to... All right, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't, see, the no, I don't see the correlation. Yeah, me neither. Like, I don't see the correlation with what's going on and why he doesn't want to play basketball. Is he trying to say there's more important stuff to do? I think he was trying to do that with the bubble, too. Yeah. If you don't want to play, just say that. Like, damn. <laughs> just just say that. I don't get it. I don't get the correlation. Oh, 
I don't really get the correlation, honestly. And like, I hate to be that guy. I hate to be the guy that like every sports fan, slav- slovenly sports fan is, is saying, oh, well, I go to work every day and I can't do this shit. <laughs> you know, if I did this, I'll get fired. They're, they make a point, though. Man, sign a contract. You got to play some games. Mm-hmm. I, you're not injured. And the coach obviously wants you to play. You're starting. It's not a coach's decision. The, the, the fans want to see you play. This, mm-hmm. Like, imagine if you was like a kid that went to the game for the first time or like, you know, tickets are expensive and you, you have the opportunity to see your favorite player that you've seen on TV and only to figure out that they can't play because they don't want to play. Like, yeah. that can fuck you up, man. I, I, I don't know. Um, I will I, say I'm amazed that I got to see Kyrie play in person when I went to a Brooklyn Nets game um, last year or the year before, whenever it was. Uh, I also got to see KD on the bench cheering on the team. That was exciting to see. That's nice. <laughs> but you know my thoughts on Kyrie Irving. He yeah. can do all the saging meditation, ayahuasca he wants, but he's the problem at the end of the day. And it seems I like the Nets should just trade him to get a decent bench and just build around KD and Harden. Because I and think Harden. the three of them together is going to be uh, comedy at the least. Mm-hmm. Well, Charles Barkley said it best. Their offense is going to be dribble, 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 dribble. And then um, Stephen A. had like a bold statement towards Kyrie. He told Kyrie that just retire retire today. Just retire. (laughs) Just retire. Because people are sick of of his antics and still are his teammates and coaching staff. I don't know what his deal is. Maybe he knows something I don't, but he definitely doesn't make himself look good in the media. I got one thing that I think he thinks that you don't think. He mm. thinks the world's flat. <laughs> <laughs> so correct me if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Major. Uh, listen, it was at that moment where I I couldn't get behind his movement. See, you're smart. I did, I took that for granted. Like I took it as jokes. Like you really did that serious about about the flat Earth. Oh yeah, there Earth. was an interview, and, and I saw it. Like, no, you I, saw it. I saw the interview, and I was just like, oh, he's joking. Maybe he's just like messing with us. Like it's just a joke. But he's really on board with that. His face and then you see his tats. Then you see his tattoos. You know yeah, what I'm talking about. The um, it's like a, a hand hamster? tattoo with the eye. Is that what it's called? It says, I think it's the, called yes. the hamster. It's a <clears> hamster. <throat> yeah. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to do my research and see what's the symbol symbolism of it. Maybe it's something of a higher, higher spiritual purpose for black folks. I don't know. But none. But nonetheless, he's been. He's been off of it. And I hate to call people crazy because some people might be up to something and make sense, but just in a different way. But he's, he's, he's crazy, bro. Like, he's, yeah, he's lost I, it. I, I, I don't know. I won't call him crazy. I'll, I'll call him too woke for his own good, and he needs to take a nap and get back on the court after yep. taking that nap. <laughs> I'll call him Kyrie What if All he right. comes back and he starts mind. doing like... <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> Oh my God! He needs to get with Doctor Umar. Hi. <laughs> Imagine the two of them in a room together. Oh my, my brother, God. Kyrie, my brother. I have a school that I want to build for Black Africans. I have a school that I want to build for Black Africans. Kyrie, I have a school that I want to build for Black Africans. Will you donate me two hundred million dollars? Will you donate me? 
$200 million. Head ass. Oh, my God. I, I think I would pay for a conversation between those two. That would be hilarious. Man, man. I'm, I'm curious about this train. I mean, James Harden is about to tear up all the strip clubs. Starlets <laughs> better get ready. Because Starlets, they don't, they're not going to know what, how to act when it's open, when COVID's done. <laughs> James Harden is going to make the whole – he's going to flood the whole city. You're going to see him walk around. I think he's going to get like a Ric Flair. I can envision him getting like a Ric Flair robe, walking in. Like Woo! Champ. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> why did this son of a gun? He's going to walk in and just throw <laughs> stacks. Little baby's going to trail him. You already know. Literally, because he's, like, he's so yeah. small. He's so small. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of like short. Well, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yeah, speaking of short. Uh, YFN Lucci got arrested. Guess how, Bryce, guess how tall he is. How tall is that man? Five foot six. Damn. So, put, so who who you got one on one? Who you putting bets money on? Tory Lanez and Wyatt? <laughs> oh God. Tory all day. <laughs> With that jump shot. <laughs> you know that jump shot is like he's doing. Chiro- he's like jumping in the air doing a chiropractic move. Tori's head, like if YFN just like, Tori has such a big head, that right there is like a self-defense mechanism. <laughs> Mega Mind. Imagine getting head butted by Tori Lane. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> that would be Man. quite the one-on-one. I, I'll say, Zinedine Zidane I don't know. and Tori Lane's getting the headbutt match. Who you got? <laughs> Before the headbutt match. In a one-on-one basketball game, I don't know who wins, but I know for sure the rim and backboard loses. Honestly, I don't really care. You, as you can tell, I do not really care by wife and Lucci, as you can tell. Honestly, I don't know a hit song of his. I know there's plenty. What does YFN stand for? I think like Young Fly Nigga or something like that. I don't mm. know. That's what I guess. He's the one that has that song where he's like, uh-huh, oh, that's his song? I'm pay a bills. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's talking about tricking. He's talking about tricking. Yeah, that's, that's him. Yeah, I don't know, but... Well, he needs to change the lyrics. I need some money to pay my bail. <laughs> uh-huh. But I digress. He's involved in a murder charge, though. Honestly, in, in all seriousness, you don't, you don't hate, you hate to see... Shit like that happen. Yeah. And so I hope he, if he's guilty, damn, then you gotta you do do the crime, you do the time. But they say. Not, they say uh, that if convicted, he could face the death penalty. That's yes. OD. Yeah. Because the guy got shot in the head, mm-hmm. who was de- found dead. Right. And someone else got shot. I think he lived. Yeah. But yeah. I heard two people got shot. One got killed. Damn. But I don't, yeah, I, I hope these rappers start to. Get it together, because it's just when keeping it real goes wrong. They seem to keep one foot in their old environments, and too many of them are getting caught up they, in nonsense they that they should have been uh, separated themselves from. Why don't they do what Chief Keef did? Like the moment he got a bag, he moved to LA and stayed up in the hills and just stayed there. But yeah. even now, even LA is dangerous now for celebrities. Mm-hmm. Pop, Pop Smoke got killed over there. Many others getting robbed. Yep. Yeah, they tried to break into Dr. Dre's house. 
And Diddy's. I don't know if Diddy's was in LA, but yeah. Just move to Papua New Guinea. I think you'll be all right over there. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. But, Just don't uh, post your location. Yeah, the Knicks are under 500, so we went back <laughs> to reality. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm still pulling through. Um, I'm going to talk about this artist real quick. I know we're, we're going to talk about music, but um, there's this, I don't know if I mentioned her name, Cookie Kawaii. We got time. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Have you listened to Cookie Kawaii before? I have not, Cookie but you. I remember you oh, mentioned man. her. Cookie Kawaii is the truth. Um, I did put out a status saying I would manifest it and be like, this is going to happen this year. I will make a hit record with Cookie Kawaii. I put it on. Facebook and I posted on Instagram. She reached out. Nice. She reached out and she's ready to work. So she's mad humble. Um, she's from Jersey. Okay. She does the Jersey, the Jersey Club music. Um, awesome singer. Um, she's starting to blow up now. She was on Vogue magazine. I think oh, the last shoot. issue. Yeah, it's the one of the female artists to to, to be on the lookout for. Um, up and coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen, man. I'm I'm excited, but she's she's ready to work. She said she checked some of my music out, and she was like, "Yeah, let's let's do it." So nice. Some good news, good news over there. And I th- yeah, for anybody's listening, she, go check out her like, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, she has like 173 thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thousand uh, followers on Instagram. Signed or- yeah, the Empire. So she okay. signed the Empire, but she has her own. She has her own mini label that she has set up. Okay. She signed the Empire. And she she does a Twitch. She does Twitch. Um, it's funny. We were talking and she was like, "We have parallels. We're like, we make you know hip hop and hip hop music, but also nerds. Like <laughs> fans of anime and video games. She's the same way. She's nice. like fans of anime. She's she had a fanhood of anime, video games, like." Counterculture. So she's she's mad chill. She has a Twitch. She plays mad games over there. So cool. yeah, and if, if you guys don't know, you probably heard the song Vibe. That's her biggest song out right now. The remix has Tyga on it. Um very, very catchy music, so I recommend it. So nice. I just want to put that out there. I'm I'm I am i am manifesting the, the hit song. It's gonna be in the summertime, yeah. That heat. I'm predicting the summertime. Pun, pun intended. <laughs> exactly. You see what I did there? Do that meme. Moving forward. <laughs> Moving forward. I'm disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Clubhouse, first of all, is just starting to become uber corny now. I've stopped using it as of lately because if you don't know, Clubhouse is an app. It's basically a group chat app um, that they're trying to roll through and get all the hip people that to get in, it's invite only. Um, where I'm going with this is that uh, Joe Button, um, Tiffany Haddish, and I think his name is is Joshua. Um, let me just verify here. Yeah, his name is Josh. Jason Lee, sorry. They all held <laughs> Joshua, Jason. They all held a... Hey, I'm Josh. Hey, Jamal. <laughs> so they all held a group panel on Clubhouse about the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, talking about should you take it, should you not. Mad anti-vaxxers in the chat, including the moderators. 
Um, and then a black woman who's a doctor, Somali doctor, comes in. She explains the benefits of taking the vaccine and how it would help society. And she's trying to give like valid points, right? Get a regular discourse going, you would think, until Joe Budden and Tiffany Haddish start clowning her and calling her all sorts of foul names and getting the fans to go out and bully her to the point that she attempted suicide. I thought this was a fake story. I had to look and see if there's like multiple sources. It's real. Like she attempted suicide. She did not die. Thank God. But what kind of doof, like cyberbullying, I think is real. But what drives you to say, hey, because I'm a celebrity, I'm going to wield my power and be elitist and shit on somebody who's trying to help our people. Mm. Like, what drives you to that psyche? That's why I can't rock with a lot of these uh, celebrities and personalities just from the way they conduct themselves online and on their platforms and they feel like they're holier than thou and just take everything as a joke and they just be doing too much. And why are they holding a meeting on health and vaccines in the first place? I think Joe Budden and Tiffany Haddish would be the last people I would look to in regards to advice on yeah. the vaccine. Like, that's, some haters. that's like, it's, I, I don't understand it. How you drive somebody to that, that point. And how, how are you at the point and so fragile to the point where if somebody comes with a differing opinion, your reaction is to clown them and just go in on them. You can't have a discussion and uh, trade your points of view and have a discussion about it. Your initial reaction is just to uh, down this person. Like, it's, it makes no sense to me. Because <laughs> Joe, Joe Budden is an a-hole, first off. <laughs> That's a simple plan. And Tiffany... Mm-hmm. She's as dirty. I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> she should be the last. <laughs> she should be the last one criticizing people because we could all roast Tiffany on oh a Lord. bunch of other things. She's still bald. Is she still is bald? She bald? That's a good question. That's a that's an important question. I'm wondering. <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> Tiffany might be the coronavirus. Is she still, is she and that's still... why she's she's trying to get people not to take the vaccine because Tiffany is like I am. Um, the virus. Don't stop me. Don't stop my dirty killing self. I can't with you, bro. Is she still with Common? Like, I'm just wondering. You know what? I don't even need to know. But I think in a general standpoint, I think cyberbullying is real. You told me this meme. Andrew was that that was funny. You said somebody said (laughs) cyberbullying isn't real. Just turn your phone off. (laughs) That's so fucked up. There is some truth to that, but yeah, a degree. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I get that they're comedians <clears throat> and personalities, but not everything is a joke, and not everybody needs to be lit up or trolled. <laughs> on a public forum and trolled like that. You Especially if they're coming in seriously and trying to educate yeah. you and provide you with facts. Do you think uh, Call of Duty banter is cyberbullying, or is it just the I nature just hit, of the game? I just hit mute. I don't even listen to what people are saying on that. <laughs> we used to talk greasy when we played Halo. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> then Andrew, how do you how do you deal with the the haters on the two K internet and uh, Call of Duty? I know they'd be. Do you, do you talk about it? You got to pick your. 
depends. You gotta um, pick your battles. Because some people, some kids just scream in the mic. Like, scream, scream, scream. It's not even worth arguing because you can't even get your point across. But some people, they'll be somewhat political. Not political. Um, Like, let you get your point across and you can say your point kind of mm-hmm. thing. And you can be witty with it. And, like, just, like, in real sports, like, talking trash in basketball. Like, when you're playing pickup basketball kind mm-hmm. of thing, it's, like, that similarity. Y'all trash so, talking. Like, I don't play online yeah. in 2K. Like, y'all trash talk, like, when you like when you actually play ball. You know how people be trash talking. Right. Be like so way. there's... Yeah, so there's that avenue, but then there's an avenue where I, I grew up major. I just hit the mute button because it's not even worth trying to waste your breath. Got you. And then like, other times you- I just show up to people's houses <laughs> and let them know that I'm here to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> As I help myself <laughs> to their property. This man comes in with a baguette. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to hit you with this French bread, you dig? I saw you were Sideways. talking crazy on the internet. <laughs> Hold up. Smack. <laughs> Imagine smacking somebody with a baguette. Ricey, what do the five fingers say to the face? What did it say, Andrew? <laughs> Charlie Murphy! That's a Dave Chappelle. That's a uh, Rick James. Da- <laughs> Charlie Murphy! <laughs> Darkness! Darkness! <laughs> Hey, that never gets old. That's oh, man. Y'all couch. <laughs> Yo, the sad, the funniest thing is that it's all true stories. Like, they're not, they weren't even joking. I can't, man. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of funny things, actually, this is not even funny. This is just being a doof, an entitled doof. This man in San Francisco who's, who does investments by 7,000 Bitcoin. A long time ago, saved it in a hard drive that was encrypted and protected. He had a password for it that he saved on a piece of paper, right? You guessed it. He lost the piece of paper. Now he's trying to guess the code. You only get 10 tries to crack open, open the, um, to get the code right to access the hard drive. He's on two tries left at this point. Oh, shoot. And if you do, as of last week, uh, when the story was broke, broken, the worth was about $220 million worth of Bitcoin. I don't know how sick I would feel, but I know for a fact I would never be in this situation. If I just bought no. anything, if I bought anything, I'll know where, how to access my money, where the money is. Like, that's extremely important. Man, I had... 200 Ripple coins, which were worth all of $30 that I had in, a, in an account from 2017. Best believe I found that password. <laughs> I don't even know Ripple coins existed. <laughs> Andrew, how do you feel about this, man? <laughs> I have some advice. Did he okay. try 0000 as his password? I think it's more complex than that. Oh. <laughs> nah, I got, no, I got nothing. <laughs> like, how do you get to the point where you, oh my God, it's not even the fact that 2020 hindsight that it's worth 220 million. It's the fact that it's money. Like, it's a currency. It may not be yeah. important to you, but anything that you put in terms of currency or value, you should know how to access it. Like, he lost the paper. This should have a back. You should have a backup. Like, it's like, I don't get how you do that. I'd be so sick, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Just thinking, like, $220 million? Hey, he should auction off the hard drive 
to a bunch of hackers for a discounted price of two million dollars. I don't even know. You can't lose. Man, nah, that's some bullshit. Like, I'm really mad. When the first time I read, I actually read the story. I read one article. Then I was like, this is this is stupid. This can't be real. This is fake. So I'm looking. And then the New York Times picked up the story and did a whole article about it and how the man is in, does investments in San Francisco. The man is pretty much an entitled, privileged man. And so he didn't really care. When it was, he got the Bitcoin early when it wasn't really worth anything. Mm. So he got a whole bunch of it. But if you think about it, even if it was a dollar, you get seven thousand worth. Mm. You still put in seven k worth of something in an account. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it don't matter. Like, so to just be whimsical and not really up there, you got to have like zero street street smart to be that stupid to not know a code to get your money. Because that's some bullshit. Yeah, he blew it. That's yep. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, this is going to be a short pod. So the last topic <laughs> I think is going to be interesting. Uh, like, my, my question, it's, it doesn't apply to me, but I've just seen it in general, surveying the internet. A lot of people like to get in arguments or quote-unquote arguments Specifically with their spouses, um, how long would you, if you, or uh, discussions? I think there's a difference, and Andrew, I think you should dichotomize the two because I think you explained it earlier when we we're off the air. But like, how long are you willing to be in a debate slash argument with your spouse? Like, I don't know if you guys are willing to disclose. For me, I don't want to argue with Mel. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not an arguer whatsoever. I don't like to say malicious and you know ill intent things because that's just bad energy to me and i just feel bad and i'm not really built like that debates i could go on if it's constructive and i'm actually learning something i could go on for a long time i don't mind debating folks and saying my point of view um even when it's uncomfortable i do i do i gotta be frank i do have this uh uh it's not a coping mechanism but i do have this twitch twitch thing well, I'll just shut down, not shut down, but I'll play, I'll be aloof. It's just like some natural thing when something makes me uncomfortable, which I've been working on, but it still happens on occasion. And I think Mel can vouch. I'll just be aloof if I just want to not want to talk about it. I'll aloof and pretend like I didn't hear it. <laughs> absolutely toxic and horrible, but I got to be frank with myself, 100. I'd be doing that sometimes. So I I'm just wondering if you guys are willing, if you guys... You know, are willing to just be heads on. I have a two-minute time limit for that. I'll present my facts and my logic, Mm -hmm. and they could be accepted or not. (laughs) That's it. And then I'm cut. Then I'm cutting on the PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Yoda, turn on the PlayStation. (laughs) You just see the. (laughs) You just see the PlayStation playing in the back. That could that could piss somebody off. Yeah, that's that's asking for another argument in itself. Do um, you think it's uh? Yeah, Andrew, what are we gonna say? No, I think it it depends. It's situational. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> so, oh, I don't want to get too much into it. Honestly, you know, I mean that's fine. <laughs> I think as like for 
not even just relationships, but like couple or friends or like relationships in general, Mm -hmm. you should be open and try to express how you truly feel. Okay. And sometimes people may take it the wrong way and think Mm -hmm. like an argument, like I, so what I was trying to say earlier, yeah, some people might take an argument they might take to cut this. No, I'm no. Up. no, no, no. I think I get what you're saying. You say some people might take constructive criticism or highlighting something that makes you feel uncomfortable. As an argument, yes. They might take it as an argument. I guess it depends yes. on the. So if someone will be trying the, to like express how they feel. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on the energy that you bring in, you know? Okay. Some people can be, it's, it's like approaching a horse. You don't approach a horse with bad energy (laughs) or they're going to kick you in the chest across the room. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to read the room and Mm -hmm. approach that metaphorical horse with the right energy to bring your point to the table. Yeah. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) But what if you bring the bad energy, but you have a sugar cube, the sugar cube might work. That's strategic. That's that literally means nothing. We literally just said something that means absolutely nothing. This is, this is, uh. but I, I think I'll, I'll wrap it up. I think that, <laughs> I think <laughs> that it is healthy to debate with your spouse. It's absolutely healthy. I do all the time with Mel. Um, I know one that specifically she's probably going to laugh about, which I, I've come to, to grips with her point is the matching outfits. I've always thought matching outfits like pajamas and stuff have always been uber corny to me. I've just always thought it is corny. But then when she's explained her point and how it's very loving and endearing and it's you know more of a manly thing to even be willing to match, you know, with the matching outfits. It took a while for me to settle in in my my brain, but I thought, well, you might I might want to try it once in a while. It depends. You're going to get some matching <laughs> salmon shorts. It all depends. I'm saying hoodies. I'm, 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 it all depends. Just, no, no, <laughs> no salmon shorts. Hey, man, I'm not, no, it's not saying Saratoga out here. <laughs> it ain't Saratoga out here. But I'm, you know, there might be a couple of stuff that I can match and be flower here with. So, you know, you're going to come around. But uh, I'm looking forward to that post on Instagram. I know y'all about to clown me. I just, I just see the, I see the laugh emojis. You won't even do it on my post. You'll just DM me. <laughs> y'all just group, group chat me and be like, "Yo, look at this clown." Nah, <laughs> this hey, man love. We, we got matching <laughs> Black Lives Matter shirts over here. Hey, that's hard. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's real hard. But yeah, we're on a Friday. We're trying to enjoy our lives. So I'm going to cut this short. If you guys thought it was a long pod, you're sorely mistaken. But we'll be back next week. With salmon shorts on. <laughs> Will Rice K finish the smoothies he's having right now? Tune in to the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and on that note, we're getting out of here. Are you loved ones? <laughs> Hug your loved ones. Check in on people you haven't talked to. Uh, pay your taxes because it's tax season. So pay your taxes. Oh, um, yeah. You business owners, get a tax accountant who can help you because I know you're trying to scheme. 
You won't. You can't do the SBA fraud. They'll catch you. You'll go to jail. So please get in tune. Otherwise, have a great weekend. Um, happy Martin Luther King Day coming up. Yes. Oh uh, yes, it's always great. Um, salute to Dr. Martin Luther King and his legacy that is put in in this country. And on that note, uh, I don't even know what Splash is no more. Let's see, with a rubber ducky. <laughs> what does the rubber ducky do when he does a, a tumble in the bathtub? Splash. Hey, that, <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. <laughs>